This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. In this episode, I'm going to point you to your true nature and the nature of reality. This can't be done directly, so I'm going to use a metaphor. And one of the best metaphors, I think, is the traditional Zen koan about seeing your original face before you were born. I'm going to do a variation on that by asking you to look at both what you were before you were born and what you will be after death. We look in a mirror and we see an image of ourselves. We see a physical form that we have become used to over the years and have watched as it changed. And we sense behind those eyes a being who dwells within that physical form. I'm going to ask you to look deeper than the physical and psychological self. Look at who you were before this body and brain were born. Now that might seem like an impossible task, but that's the mind speaking, because it thinks that there's nothing greater than it. I assure you that who, or better yet, what you are, is much bigger and older than the body and the mind. Look at what you were before your body was born. You were before you were born. Jesus was referring to this identity when he said, Before Abraham was, I am, or as many modern translations put it, Before Abraham was born, I am. He was saying before his ancestor was born that he was. Jesus saw this, and we can see what Jesus saw. Also, look at what you will be after you die. Now, this can be harder because of all the myths and the fantasies that human minds have spun about human afterlife whether that be in a celestial heaven or reincarnations on earth or on other planes of existence or something like that. Ignore for a moment all of those religious conjectures that you may have heard or read about. Look at what you know for sure to be true about what you are, what you sense in the core of your being, not with some religion teaches you. This means going outside the box, which we're not used to doing. We have this very stubborn belief that we are individual persons that reside in physical bodies. And it seems like that's what we really are. Therefore, it's the only way that we can conceive of ourselves as ever being. But we can't go down that road. It's a dead end. Individuation will keep 
you stuck in fear and suffering and delusion. You are more than that and you know that intuitively. When we try to go back and remember our origin, it tends to elude us. You know, we can't remember how we began as an individual. It disappears into the mists of early childhood. The person we think we are was created gradually during the first couple of years of life by our brains and by people around us, by our society. And it's constantly changing even now as we are always editing our self-image. This self, this changing self, is not real. It did not exist at birth. It did not really exist in the first year of life except in a very rudimentary form and it really doesn't exist now. It's a mental creation. It's a fabrication of the mind. It is not what we really are. It's a role that we have written and we play. It's not what we were before birth and it's not what we are after death. Now this is one of the hardest things for those of us who are Christians or were Christians for some some of you to get beyond the idea of an afterlife as individuals in heaven is hard to let go of. We have taken the metaphor of heaven literally and we tend to assume that our personalities are somehow going to survive the death of the brain and the body. We assume that we are going to become disembodied spirits, but still individuals, spiritual individuals, forever living with a divine spiritual individual named Jesus and the Heavenly Father who is a divine super spiritual individual in his celestial kingdom somewhere where we'll sing songs forever and walk streets of gold and and be reunited with loved ones who will also be spiritual individuals. And we all live happily ever after. That is a fairy tale. The truth is much, much better and much, much more. That idea of afterlife is dualistic thinking that is patent after what we think we are now. We can't imagine ourselves as being anything other than these human personalities, so we project that image into the future. We think we are separate beings, and so we assume that we will always be separate beings forever, either as spiritual entities or as resurrected physical beings and a physically resurrected new heaven and new earth, which really is just a slight variation on the heaven and earth that we know now. The truth is that we are not beings. We are being itself. We are not separate entities. We are one. What you are after death is exactly what you were before birth, before conception, before the birth of the universe, before the Big Bang, before time and space began. Look directly at this. When you look directly, it may appear like you were nothing before birth and will be nothing 
after death and therefore are nothing now. Don't be afraid of that. That is true in a literal sense of no thing. We are no thing, not a thing, because we are the whole. We are everything. We are not an individual consciousness inside a body. We are consciousness and everything is inside us. This can be seen. The way to do that is to let go of yourself. Jesus referred to it as denying yourself. Leave your individual self behind and rest into the bigger self, what you really are before and beneath the little person that your mind is fashioned and that you have mistaken yourself to be. It might sound hard, but really it's not hard to do. It is the most natural thing. It takes no effort because it's what we really are and have always have been. It's always right here. It, makes, it takes no effort to be what you are. You don't have to go looking for it. We know at some level that this is our true nature. We sense, even though we might not be able to put words to it, we sense this as our true self. It is self-authenticating truth. And it is so close and so real and so obvious that we overlook it. It's like missing the canvas while looking at a painting. We mistake ourselves for the person in the painting and we become infatuated by it when the truth is we created the painting or rather our mind did. It's more accurate in this metaphor to say that we fashioned the canvas and stretched it out as well as made the image. The metaphor starts to break down if you take this too far. We are the whole process, you could say, and we are more than that. Metaphors like this are clumsy and they are misleading. The reality is that we are the whole. The whole universe is who we are. And more ancient than the universe, the universe is the canvas. We are that from which the universe was born. We are the source. We are the infinite, thinking we are finite, the eternal, thinking we are mortal. We are the playwright, thinking we are characters in the play. The idea that we're going to be reunited with our loved ones and our God after death is a script that has been written by human beings. We are one with our loved ones now. We are our loved ones. They are expressions of what we really are. We are now one and forever one. And this union is more intimate than any scheme that we could imagine of an afterlife reunion. The same with our union with God. We are the beloved thinking we are the lover. That's what Jesus was referring to when he said, I and the Father are one. 
There is only ever one reality, and we are that. The traditional conception of heaven pales in comparison to the truth of eternal life, which is present here and now. We do not have to hope that one day we'll be good enough, or religious enough, or spiritual enough to go to heaven and be reunited with our loved ones. We don't have to hope that our faith in God or in the grace of God is genuine enough or strong enough. We don't have to fear the possibility of being separated from loved ones or God in hell if we don't hold the right beliefs to do the right things or been chosen by God in some cosmic scheme of predestination or election. We are one with God and everything now and always, we are one with our ancestors, one with all of history, and everyone who has ever lived in all of history, they are us, and we are them. That is the truth behind the Old Testament, referring to the patriarchs when they die, it says that they are gathered to their fathers. That's the truth behind ancestor worship and animism, which are the oldest forms of human spirituality. We are not these mortal bodies and minds. These bodies and minds are expressions of the eternal reality that is our true nature. Who we truly are is not born and does not die. We are not a petty little personality encased in a frail little body. The universe is our body. Eternal spirit is who we are. We are one with those we love forever. We are reconciled forever also with all those that we have considered to be our enemies. All is one. This is divine love. This is who we really are. Now, I'm not talking about our religion or ideas or our philosophy. I'm talking about a realized reality. It is present now. And all we have to do is notice it and rest in it, abide in it. It is what Jesus means when he instructs us to abide in him. There's nothing you have to do to wake up to this reality. We simply need to see that we already are this. Let go of the illusions and the fantasies and see who we were before we were born and after death. See reality as it has always been and always will be and is now. That is what Jesus meant when he called himself the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. This is who you truly are. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.